0: holding wine bottles it stresses you very out afraid so much i'm afraid of dropping them
1: something happened to you as a child with the you know it didn't happen
0: <laughs> one time have <laughs> i got a story for you <laughs> one time i was in kroger uh which is like a, i know what kroger is oh god <laughs> Okay. Anyways, I was in Kroger and I was going through self checkout and I had a six pack of beer, like glass bottle beer. You dropped it. And I, you know how you have to scan in self checkout. You have to scan stuff yourself because it's self checkout. And so I tipped it to scan the bottom, and all of the beer fell out and smashed all of the floor in tiny pieces. <gasps> all of the, the beer. The glass. All six bottles fell out of the sleeve and smashed onto the ground.
1: Yes. The glass glass bottles. Kelly, I'm picturing you in this situation.
0: I literally, and I know that people use literally literally (laughs) wrong when they mean figuratively, I mean literally. (laughs) I wanted to die. I thought about it for the next two weeks and was embarrassed. <laughs> Every time I had, like, a peaceful moment in my head, I would think about it. I would think, remember <laughs> when you dropped six bottles of fast beer
1: and they all broke? Don't you fucking hate things like that in life where I think about this one particular day of my life. <gasps> it's awful. was St. Patrick's Day.
0: No, was it just this passing tragic? You saw me. You were there. (laughs) You guys, Caitlin was a delight. (laughs) I think you, after Jello shots, you are a delight.
1: It was horrific, and
0: I think you've told me about this before with the guy.
1: Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Oh my god! But I, it was just—it's one of those days that like you'll be trying to fall asleep. You feel at peace and then suddenly it just, (laughs) you are hit with a flashback of a moment that you just regret so deeply.
0: I I have to compartmentalize so hard because I have so many of these moments where I feel a blistering, soul-crushing embarrassment. Yes. If I allow myself to think about it for one second. I will go down a path that is very of hatred, self, yes, <laughs>
1: self hatred, self degradation. Yeah, terrible situation. It's horrendous.
0: Yes, it happens to me at night all the time, and then I cannot fall asleep. I have to like turn on a podcast or turn on Netflix yeah. or something. I can't fall asleep. I have to literally distract my mind.
1: On that note, I'm not. I'm going to pour me clug 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 because Lord knows I need it. Just no oh, no.
0: What did you say? Clug clug clug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God, what is it?
0: It's. Glug with a G. (laughs) It's glug, 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 (laughs) glug. When has that ever meant anything? What is (laughs) glug?
1: Okay, what's glug? Okay. Glug
0: is the predetermined word that everyone has decided means like that wine pouring sound when like a bunch of water falls out of like a jar. Glug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was an amazing sound effect. Thank you. It's an onomatopoeia. Gluck. That was a look. <laughs> this is really good. Oh my god, I just so thought it was a
0: clug. Wait, is onomatopoeia where like the word sounds like I what know. it is? I don't know. Or is that something else? I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> People are screaming at <laughs> me. It's glug? Glug. What is clug? <laughs> That's thought, nothing. I thought it. Hello? I thought it was exactly what I said it was. You said cluck, cluck with the C. Cluck. You said cluck. cluck I said cluck, cluck. Cluck, cluck cluck. It's not cluck cluck. cluck this cluck. is hungry all over place.
1: <laughs> <the day. laughs> I'm reliving hungry. Oh dear. Okay. Holy guacamole! Whoosh. Well Should we should we get to the joke? It. It's in his kiss. <laughs> the podcast where we go frame by frame through iconic
0: on-screen kisses and also debate wine sounds. <laughs> cluck cluck. Glug, glug, clug, you did it again. You did it again. <laughs>
1: I said I oh. said glug. It's
0: glug. Oh my clug, god. Clug, I'm clug. embarrassed for you. It's just <laughs> one of those moments so that you're gonna think about. <laughs> if it's not, it should
1: be. <laughs> no, this is one of those that I'm gonna totally let go.
0: <laughs> oh, anyways, I wanna start Mercy. right away talking about the beginning of this movie that we watched.
1: He's just not that into you.
0: Yes. So okay, I started I watched it today in yeah. preparation. <laughs> because I am prepared as shit for this. And I took... Kelly has
1: four pages of notes. I took four pages
0: of notes, you guys. This is serious business.
1: This is also the epitome, I feel, of Kelly and I. Kelly comes into these with really wonderful thoughts and notes. (laughs) And thank God, because I just bridge off of what Kelly has to say. I told Kelly the other day that she's really good at, like, seeing something and knowing exactly how she feels about it. And I'm kind of like, oh. (laughs) Like...
0: Such a beautiful compliment because I truly have no idea what I'm talking about. 99%. Well, you know what?
1: You fooled me. You fooled me. You know what, guys? Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. it. Okay, so go on. Yes, so
0: the beginning of the movie, I started it, you know, I was settled in. And at the beginning, there is a great scene with some voiceover of this little girl. And she gets pushed over by this little boy and yeah. she's crying. She's upset because that's a, a fucking rude thing to What do. a butt face. Yeah. yeah. And she goes to her mom and she's like, this little boy pushed me over. She's crying. She feels hurt. Yes. And oh my mom, God. She's so
1: sad. Yeah. She's it's really hurt. sad. This is a stressful situation. She's a really cute little girl too. And this
0: fucking mom
1: is like, <laughs> mm.
0: oh, do you know why he did that? Because he has a crush on you. Yeah. She's like, he because you. he
1: likes you. He's making fun of you because he likes you.
0: Yeah. He physically abused you. Yeah. He likes
1: you. Yeah, he has a crush on you. This is, and then they're like, "This is where it all begins. This is why we have the problems right? that we have." And then
0: there's a great voiceover by Gigi, who's kind of the main character. Would you call her the? Main I would character? definitely call her the main character. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like an ensemble movie, but she. Yeah, but she's is kind the of the yeah of the whole thing. Yeah, but anyways, then that leads to a great voiceover by her, where she is saying exactly. This is where it starts. Yes. This This is young.
1: Yeah. And I was telling Kelly that I totally remember being told this all the time when I was a little kid. There was this little boy named Graham in my second grade class. Wow. Who. What a douche name. Yeah. Douche (laughs) name. He made fun of me because my last name was (gasps) Brown. And I was Uh, like, pardon? (laughs) Wait, why? He would call me Brownie. (gasps) Brownie. As an insult? Yeah. That sounds like a really lovely compliment. I know, now I'm like, well, that sounds like a term of endearment. But yeah. at the time, but he did not mean it that way, guys. Well, do you think it's just because he liked you? Probably. <laughs> I'm I started calling him Graham Cracker. Like, wow. You oh know? my god. So. <laughs> wow.
0: so, you guys were just trading insults <laughs> at the speed of light. So,
1: don't mess with me, people, because look out.
0: Remember, bad boys. <laughs> Caitlin's on to you. She knows
1: your game, she knows your tricks. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <boring. laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, I told my um teacher that he kept picking on me. Yeah. He said other things other than just calling me brownie. I wasn't like a total wimp about it. But like I can't remember exactly what he was what he would say, but he would I know
0: what you mean though, like when kids say a certain word in a certain inflection, like brownie. Yeah. It's instantly mean. It they was could mean. be saying anything.
1: And he was saying it in front of people. He also said like he definitely said like mean things, but I can't remember exactly what they were at the time. I must have blacked it out. Ugh,
0: but anyway. Kids are assholes. Yeah.
1: But I told Miss Norris, my second grade teacher. Yes. And she was like Caitlin, that's he's. You know what? I think he's just saying those things because he likes you. And yeah. I can't believe your teacher would say that. Yeah. That's a bold thing for a teacher to say. I mean, you know, she was like trying to make me feel better, and it's like, why would that? But then you look at that, and you're like, why would that make someone feel good? That do, that would make me feel terrible. It's like he, so, like you should expect that a boy is going to treat you like, you know. Yeah, it so it just leads to being
0: an adult mm-hmm. and thinking all of this bad behavior you can explain away by you know by, oh he doesn't
1: know how to deal with his feelings yeah. because he has all these feelings for me so he has to handle it by acting out and being yes. an so asshole you start
0: from the default position of like oh he likes me but yeah and then there's all these excuses
1: Ugh, guys we so are we were set up for failure is what's happened
0: we so were i'm wondering i have a question mm-hmm. do you think that that still happens in schools and, like, moms are still saying that to little girls.
1: That is a really good question. I don't know. Because I, I, was, I was thinking earlier as I was talking about Miss Norris. I was, like, going to defend her. Yeah. Um. And say, like, you know, I think that was, like, very much, like, the time. It was just,
0: like, the pervasive nature of everything everybody was saying.
1: Yeah, about. I kind of think some of it was the time. I really have no idea. I feel like it would be – I feel like it, at the very least it's probably, like, less likely. Yeah. And or is acknowledged that that's, like, a problem.
0: I mean, this might be painfully obvious, listeners, but Keelan and I do not have kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs>
0: So, we I don't, don't know even, about this
1: stuff. I haven't even, like, gotten my life enough together to, like, wash my face routinely at night, let alone take care of, like, a living human being. So. Oh, my God.
0: I can't even feed myself no. correctly at the right times. <laughs> In the right proportions of food.
1: <laughs> so, no. We are childless. Um, but...
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm just wondering if this is, like, the whole, oh you know boys you can't cry you have to do because I think that's getting better I don't know that could be just my thoughts on it because I don't have kids and I'm not like in these kind of scenarios I think it's
1: hard to say too because I feel like everyone is in their own little bubbles like I feel like in my bubble of like people who are like more self-aware and more you know evolved like I think that this is hopefully becoming less of a problem but I think I'm sure it's still definitely something that's spoken about In certain areas and in certain like circles.
0: And do you notice this is only one sided? It's only said to girls.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. Is mean to
0: you. It's not you know. If a
1: girl is mean, she's just a bitch, yeah. or a bully, parental, or stuck up, or yeah. all of that.
0: Yeah, parental like figures and advisors are not telling little boys, "Oh, that little girl was mean to you because because she, likes she liked
1: you." you. Mm-mm. That's not happening. No, that only is coming from that other from the other side.
0: Yeah, it feels like <laughs> not to get all deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
0: But it feels like it's the oh, he's being mean to you because he likes you feels like it's feeding into the larger narrative of boys will be boys.
1: Oh, one million percent. And
0: giving men all of these excuses. Yeah. To just be shitty people. To do.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that we're saying all men are shitty.
0: No, it's just.
1: Because they're not. But. They're
0: not. But it does provide a, an out for men who choose to be shitty. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, oh, well, they don't know any better. Yeah. Or they don't have the ability to express themselves any better. So this is how they have to act. It's bizarre. Yeah.
0: But anyways, that beginning of the movie really hooked me in. Yeah. And I was like, well, "It's i great I'm beginning." for this movie. I know,
1: totally, because in the beginning you're like, you see that. And I think, I remember when I saw it. Whenever it came out, I was like, I never thought about that before, but it's so true. And so it just, like, it immediately, like, hooked me in. I saw the movie before I read the book. See, well,
0: I've never read the book, so I've only seen the movie. Yeah,
1: I'm, like, a huge, like, believer in this entire philosophy, and after I read the, or saw the movie, I was like, well, now I have to read this book, and... Yeah, I didn't really know anything about the book. I don't think I even knew that it was a book when I saw the movie. I just knew that I wanted to see it.
0: It had been a book for a while. I knew it was a book because the book has been around for a shockingly long time. A
1: really long time. Yeah.
0: I don't know the exact date (laughs) because I'm not that prepared. (laughs) As we've
1: mentioned before, we're not great at the whole research
0: portion. Yeah, the details elude us. Yeah. Anyways, but I remember, okay, so to go back to my cultural touchstone, Gilmore Girls. I remember it being mentioned on Gilmore Girls in like 2006. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely around in the early 2000s. Yes. And this movie came out in 2011. 2009. (laughs) 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 Exactly, exactly what I said, Caitlin. 2009. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think that the book, because actually I remember this book or this um, yeah, the book is also mentioned, or maybe not. Maybe it's not the book. Maybe it's just the concept is also brought up in Sex in the City.
0: Oh my God! Yes, you're right. Yeah. With so burger. So it's by some man or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's
1: by oh I forget his Greg, name. I think. Greg. Some. Yeah. Greg. Bert wrote something. And um and <laughs> he, and he wrote it with a woman, Liz. You're
0: welcome for that call, <laughs> oh, greg. <laughs> I, greg. I Greg
1: will be expecting a sponsorship email from him any moment now.
0: It's written by the fabulous greg Boone. <laughs> and no. Liz What's the? <laughs>
1: okay but in all seriousness I love this book so if you guys are listening
0: okay so I didn't know this but I've heard you mention the book before but when we decided to do this movie because we were going on a Baltimore field trip oh yeah yeah
1: so the reason why this got brought up although it's li- this is literally one of my favorite movies movie
0: kisses too
1: yeah movie kisses and favorite movies yeah. of all time the reason why we decided to do this one um, this week is because Kelly and I are off to Baltimore yeah so um, I was- my hometown by the way <gasps> so
0: So yeah. So I was asking Caitlin, do you know of any romantic comedy set in Baltimore? And you whipped this I was
1: like, Well shoot, I actually do. So yeah. Okay, this came out in two thousand and four, just so we're all clear. The book. Yeah. Oh, that's later than I would have thought. The book, yeah. 2004. So, yeah, so that's so we're heading to Baltimore next week, and this movie is set in Baltimore. And so, we were like, well, this is the perfect time to dive into it.
0: Something to be said this movie made me want to go to Baltimore really bad.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I wanted to go to all to all of the restaurants in the movie, and unfortunately, Caitlin has informed me that those they don't
1: exist. <laughs> like so <laughs> those sorry, are real places. I wish that the supper club was a real thing. Oh my
0: god, it looks amazing. But you
1: know what? I'm gonna find something just like it.
0: And you guys, I bet Caitlin really wishes that Justin Long. Oh my gosh, out. guys! I
1: have. <laughs> Such a crush on Justin Caitlin, Long. Can we talk
0: about how Caitlin doesn't think Justin Long is attractive, but has a huge crush on him? Yeah. I don't have a crush on him, and I would call him handsome.
1: I don't think that I – I wouldn't look at him and be like, that's a really handsome guy, but I think he's extremely sexy.
0: Would you say he's a handsome guy, not really handsome?
1: I don't know. I'm. I, it's, it's hard for me to see him like that at this point, because I – up until this movie – I never thought he was attractive. What was he
0: in before this?
1: I know he's in. Crossroads?
0: <laughs> well,
1: Crossroads wasn't doing
0: him anything.
1: <laughs> I've seen him in something else before that I can't put my finger on.
0: I just want to mention do you remember in Crossroads where he reads Britney Spears a uh, handwritten note about why she should have sex with him?
1: I do. He's very it's tough. <laughs> it is tough. Oh my god. But I think he's really cute in that so movie. Hard. I love when he, like, spritzes the baby powder around the room. Like, oh who is that God. helping? What are you doing there? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but no, I don't find him attractive, but I think he's extremely sexy. Does that make sense?
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I just
0: think it's really interesting because I would call him handsome. Mm -mm. i would i wouldn't call him really handsome but okay there's a great moment in the movie when Gigi is at a bar and she's waiting for justin long to show up no idea what his name is in the movie yeah and um this guy with like a weird maintained like sculpted topiary scruff yeah and long jesus hair shows up right and she and he like Waves and she waves to him and I'm like Who do you think that is She's waving to him and I'm like that guy is Garbage And then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to put it kelly and then he—how do you really feel, Kelly? And then he moves, and Justin Long's right behind him, and it's a great juxtaposition. And I think it really shows off how you know, uh like, sneak attack handsome Justin Long is. Interesting.
1: I don't know. I've just never found him to be handsome, but again, I find him to be really sexy. So it's kind of like I don't really know. Like it's hard for me to look at him now objectively. Have you seen the breakup?
0: Is this the one with Drew Barrymore?
1: Oh, wait, no. Oh, I know that movie, Going the Distance. Yes. Great movie, but no. I'm talking about the, the Breakup. No, you've not seen it. It's the one with... Oh, no, um, this is one with Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. And Justin Long plays the gay receptionist at um, the art gallery that Jennifer Aniston works at, and he literally has, like, shoulder-length, middle-parted hair and is, like... Well, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm, like, that's, like... It's an extreme of like his unattractiveness, but okay. Long story short, I think Justin Long's really sexy, <laughs> I would but not hot. That, I would that call that sense? charisma. Yes. I think he has charisma, complete charisma and yeah. confidence, and he just exudes this like I just want to like. Yeah, that's woof. what I
0: think of as charisma, where it's like when you meet someone in person, you're not immediately blown over, by what by what they look like. But it's like you the kind of person.
1: It's the kind of person you could never show your friends a photo of, and and like have them understand all of your attraction we
0: segue into talking about how it is so fucking hard when you start dating someone or just just like even hooking up with someone everyone's like show me a picture i hate that moment i literally have to look on my phone for 20 minutes i hate that to find a picture that i like and then you show it to everyone and there's this weird moment of Like, are they going to approve? Yeah. You don't care if you do care? It's so
1: weird. I know. It's such a bizarre thing because I've never had anyone show me a photo of someone that they're hooking up with or dating where, like, even if I didn't find them, like, to be particularly attractive, I would never care. I would never be like, oh, can't believe she stooped that low. Or, like, I would all, like, if I didn't think that they were attractive, I would be like, oh, like. Either she does and that's cool, or like he must be like a really fucking awesome person. I've never like been like, ooh, can't believe she did that. So I don't know no. why I ever would get nervous about anyone else, but I think we all do it.
0: I I get the thing because it's the same thing as when I listen to podcasts and I Google those people because I'm like, I wanna see what they look like when I hear their voice. It's kind of right. like you wanna have a mental picture. Yeah, in the that's all of the it person, is. Yeah. But I find it really, really hard, and I'm sure this applies to me a hundred percent you know, people showing pictures of me, but I find it incredibly hard to show someone a picture of someone and capture everything about them that you want them to know. You
1: can't. Yeah, You literally impossible. can't. Unless they are literally, like, a stud muffin and, like, really, really attractive, you're just, like, they're not gonna... No one's gonna get it from a photo because there are so many reasons that go into, like, what makes a person attractive. Like, I know so many guys who are technically, like... Really good looking guys, but they don't have, like, they're not, I wouldn't consider them sexy or like, um, super, like, I don't know. I'm not, but like, I'm not as attracted to them as someone who, like, technically like, on paper, is less attractive, but it's actually way more attractive. Like a Justin Long.
0: Yes. This is why I have a problem sometimes with Bumble and stuff. Yeah. Because I just want to tell all the guys on it, I'm so much
1: better in person. Well, but vice versa, though. Like, there are so many guys that I feel like I probably, like, swipe past that if I met in person, I would probably, like, be totally into.
0: That's really true. You know what? Let's use this platform to say – Everyone out there, yeah. why don't you swipe right on someone you don't find conventionally attractive? Yeah. And see where it leads you. But
1: has a great bio. Like, I, I tell... I forget. I don't know if I told Kelly. I probably did. I tell everyone. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm an open book. Um, <laughs> and I actually don't even have Bumble on my phone anymore. I, like, have... have oh, are you
0: going through that cycle of delete it, re-download it, delete it, yeah, re-download it? But, you know, I
1: don't even know that, like, the cycle is literally just not even a thing for, like... What happens is my phone loses um, storage so often, and like oh, I'm always no. like, what app can I delete? It's Bumble. So true. <laughs> like, it's
0: always like, send me that photo, and I'm like, I sent it to you. <laughs> you decline it because your phone's full.
1: I, oh, my phone's always full, so I have to delete something, and so I'll like delete Bumble because I just I don't ever do anything with it. Anyway, long story short, I even the most attractive guy on there, I will never swipe right if he doesn't have. Some kind of bio. if I Or if I don't yes. like his bio. I
0: have done this before. I have swiped right on guys who didn't have a bio who I was judging solely on photos. And it never went anywhere.
1: I just don't get... To me, I'm like, why would you not have a bio? And if you it don't have a bio, no I feel like you don't have a heart.
0: I don't know. Does Is this something we don't understand? Like, in, you know, the like young people culture
1: (laughs) right I don't know does
0: it mean like down DTF or something like I just want that's how I
1: take it yeah because I'm like if you don't want to give me any details yeah Yeah. if I have literally I don't even know if I literally know nothing about you and I'm literally going off of just your photo to me I'm like yeah that says just like DTF to me
0: yeah
1: so I agree or no
0: (laughs) you know <laughs> no you know but i've swiped I
1: right on guys who like i didn't think were that attractive but if they had like a really clever bio i'm eating an almond by the way guys if you can tell i apologize <laughs> it's a chocolate almond so that makes it we better. have a
0: really nice charcuterie spread. Happening. <laughs> we've got grapes we've got cheese yeah we've got almonds and we've the wine got four dollar wine <laughs> we are the classy frauds <laughs>
1: Um but I've totally swiped right on guys that were not that attractive but had like a really good bio that I thought was really that made me laugh. Yeah, oh a good bio always trumps everything else. I me. completely agree. And that is just a testament to the whole like looks versus I'm sorry. <laughs> personality. Go on. <laughs> versus looks.
0: So you could have just kept going when you said looks. You could have just said looks versus personality. Yeah, I
1: panicked. I don't know. She panicked.
0: just <laughs> <laughs> had a panicked moment. She panicked. She had to get out of it.
1: Okay, let's take we back. To, let's So, like, okay. But anyway, it's all of this to say, Justin Long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yes, Justin Long.
1: Justin Long. What about him? You know. Oh, <laughs> okay. There are so many things. I, I think that part of it, of what makes him so attractive in this movie in particular, is his confidence. He's very confident.
0: Okay, but I don't know if I like him that much in this
1: movie. Oh, I love him in this movie. Caitlin
0: and I have, we have, a, de- little, have a little bit of tension <laughs> over this.
1: Yeah, we were having a spat earlier. We were having a spat. We having a spat.
0: Yeah, but um, I think, I don't know. There's something about him in this movie that comes across as like know-it-all to me, and he gets rid of that. Because this, I totally feel about him the way the Busy Phillips character is there to show us how to feel about him. Yeah, which is the blonde who's into him at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then when he starts to fall all over himself because he's so confident, he's right. like, ah, "I've got romantic relationships figured out." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I know how the absences fix." <laughs> And I'm like whatever But then when he I don't
1: think he's wrong When he Can falls continue.
0: over When he starts falling all over himself For Gigi The Busy Phillips character Who is the blonde And you guys God bless Busy Phillips I love her and Love
1: everything. her yeah But
0: anyways She kind of feels exactly the same way That I do about him Where she's like Oh <laughs> Not so smug anymore Tables sir. have turned you Yeah Yeah and So it's kind of a really fun moment Because I don't I agree that there's something sexy about confidence, but I don't like the way he displays the confidence by being like, "I know exactly how women think, and this is how they do, and this is what you should do." And I'm like, "Take a
1: halt, sir!" <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know how I think. See, I think that this is a test. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that you feel that way. <laughs> Kelly doesn't like. Wow, to- Kayla, not surprised. <laughs> I feel like you don't like when people think that they have you figured out. I don't like that because they don't.
0: It just makes me feel like he's reducing all of the women he's talking about to super generalizations. But think like about how much. Like,
1: okay, but to be to be fair, and
0: I do this. We to do men. this to men all
1: the time.
0: That's really true. I do this to men. So I'm not saying I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't like it pointed at my. <laughs> Like, it's fine when I do it. (laughs) I can really dish it out, guys, but I cannot take it.
1: Okay, well, let's go to him and Gigi's relationship. Okay. Because I feel like this is... Okay, can I just say how much love I have for the Gigi?
0: The (laughs) Gigi? I agree. I have a lot of love for her. I love her. I
1: mean, so many cringeworthy moments.
0: Cringeworthy. Yeah. Okay, there's a part that I really want to talk about with her. Okay, so... There's this amazing part where there's a party mm-hmm. and he's throwing a party and she, you guys, she's stone cold just invited to this party. She is not a co-host. Bless her. She has her. literally been invited to this party. She's strictly a guest. Yeah. And then these two party goers are like, oh, how do you know, you know, Justin
1: Long? Because <laughs> we don't know his name. No idea what his name is. What is party. his name? I've got to find it out. Okay. Continue.
0: Um, anyway. So these two party goers. Alex. gone, Are like, how do you know Alex? And she's all, oh, you know, he invited me, but i I mean more to him. Cause they're
1: like they're like, is oh, is it a date? And yeah. she's like, I don't know, but I think it's definitely we're more than friends. Yeah, for She's sure. like,
0: I'm more than just a guest.
1: Yeah. So then cringe,
0: cringe, cringe, she starts co hosting this party. It's
1: tough to and watch. And
0: stays all the way till the end when this like other four woman in the morning. It's too late for her to be there. She's doing the trash. Yeah. She's doing the dishes. It's like, honey. Get out of there. Get out of there. (laughs) It's tough. It is hard to look at. But then she completely redeems herself in my eyes.
1: I totally agree. When
0: she's finally alone with Alex. And yeah, it's literally like four in the morning. She's basically done all of his housework for him. Yes. She's like a doormat to be walked all over. Yeah. And he is yelling at her about it. And she... Well, he's like talking
1: closely at her. He's not yelling. Fine. He's like... Talking loudly in her face. He just Okay. (laughs) I think okay, let's just take it back. What happens is Gigi starts making with her. Gigi starts making out with him. Yeah. And he's like, No and, he, and she's like, I thought that we had something. I thought that you liked me. And he's like, Gigi, what have I been telling you this entire time? Like, if a guy likes you, he will tell you that he likes you. Have I told you that I liked you? And she's like, no. And he's like, why would you do this? And he gets upset because he feels like they're, fr- they're she's messing up their friendship.
0: Right. But then she has I I don't a,
1: appreciate the way he handles the situation, by the way. He handles it
0: terribly. But, I have the wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, the part I where I really fall for Gigi is when she cluck uh, glug glug cluck glug, 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 glug. Glug, 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 <laughs> <kid> say <laughs> Pouring ourselves and more wine. Good thing we got four bottles. <laughs> anyways, so the moment I really fall for Gigi is when after Alex has kind of like pushed her forcefully away from his body like this is not
1: about... Oh, my God. She is painting him to be a monster. He did whatever. not push her forcefully away. Can Any, I get whatever. a minute? Go on.
0: <laughs> Anyways. God. That's when she says, you know, I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. Yes. And put myself out there because she, I'm trying to yeah. find someone.
1: She says, I'd rather be like this than like you. Yeah, Like, I may not always say and do the right thing, but I know I'm a lot closer to finding love than yes. you are, because I'm not afraid to put myself out there.
0: Yeah, she literally says, like, I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself.
1: Yeah. And
0: I think that's a really beautiful. And It is guys, beautiful. This really reminded me of Caitlyn <laughs> <laughs> Because Caitlyn's totally not this I mean this in the best way, but she's not afraid to make a fool of herself. When you say this,
1: do you mean in, like, the sense that I'm not afraid to, like, expose my feelings or in the the sense that, like, I'm not afraid to, like, dance in the grocery store or, like, both?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not afraid to do either of those things. But, like, more to this point, I think it takes a stronger person to be vulnerable in front of someone you have feelings for.
1: I really... Yeah, I think that what I love about this scene is it's such a, like, redemption scene to me because I'm like, yeah, because she is painted as so weak through this whole thing and you realize... And you realize that that... That, like, um, ability to put yourself out there and to, like, claim what you want and to be really open about it doesn't come from this weak place, which I feel like is so... That's how it's always painted, right? Is like, women who, like... Are like clear about how they feel with about someone. Yes, it's
0: literally like you are desperate. Yeah, if you're you are, painted. If you
1: know what you're looking. Yeah, for. you're painted as desperate and like oh, like she'll just like she has no standards or whatever. And what I love about this is that it like turns the tables and shows her coming at it from a very like strong point of view. And it's not just like you see Gigi's not weak. She's yeah. strong. She's brave. And she's like. Not afraid to get hurt because she can pick herself right back up. Which I think is I like what's beautiful. Agree. Yeah.
0: So it it kind of puts into context everything you have seen previous in the movie and suddenly I'm like, oh my god, I do have a lot of love for the Jeech.
1: Yeah. The Jeege. The
0: Jeech. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> well she's yeah. now forever the Jeech. Yeah,
0: because she's great actually. Yeah. And, yeah, I am not one of those people that finds it easy to be vulnerable in front of people yeah. that I care about their opinion.
1: We talk about this with, um, I tell Kelly all the time that she's one of those people that, like, she's really good at being mysterious. I mean, that's a really attractive quality to men. And the beginning. Right. We Okay, so, yeah. Yes. We have this theory. So, we
0: have a theory of the bell, the opposing bell curves mm-hmm. of my dating life,
1: and in general, yes,
0: and a lot of like, well, I don't want to speak for like all women, but I feel like this is an experience that happens to a greater population than just me, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Anyways, so what happens is at the beginning of our relationship, I am, or just you know, a hookup or whatever, it can be you know. Full of Both, meaning or yeah. not full of meaning. Whatever. Yeah. I approach it from a very skeptical place because, Kayla knows this, I'm a really skeptical person. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of, like, sarcasm. Yeah. Just an innate sarcasm that comes off as kind of mystery. Skeptical. Or skepticism. Yeah. Or just kind of, like, general, like, blasé-ness about
1: Kelly yeah. is not, like, super easy to impress. That's very true. Yeah.
0: So, I start off the relationship that way, which leaves the man because you know I'm into the fellas yeah right <laughs> but like but this is
1: inclusive this of is inclusive all of people, like any yeah.
0: partner but it leaves like the other party in the relationship to be doing all of this work you know pulling me into their web or whatever so they're doing all of this work like interested in me interested in interested in me yeah and I slowly come around <laughs> to it <laughs> So I seem very mysterious. It's not an intentional thing. Like I'm really mysterious. <laughs> it's more of just like I'm skeptical of everything. Yeah, the guys are like, "Oh, it's
1: like, oh my idea is so mysterious." But I you're really. I got to know you. But you're so good at this because, like, I'll be like, a guy will text Kelly, and I'll be like, "Oh, like, what did you text him back?" And she'd be like, "Oh, I don't know, I forgot. I I didn't text him back, yet I totally forgot." And I'm like, "How? <laughs> like, if if a guy texts me and I like him, and I hear from him." It's, like, on my mind to respond to him. Yeah. Like, it just... I don't understand that.
0: This is part of a greater problem with my personality, which is just my memory is a garbage fire. And I but see, I don't buy that. If I get a notification on my phone, it could be from my mother. It could be from Jesus himself. I don't I would
1: completely forget about. But it. see, I don't buy that. That to me takes away from the whole. Just like that is like actually, maybe if, if it is true, it's a total contradiction to the whole. He's he's just something into you, like theory. I think that's
0: why I have problems with the theory because I do really like people that I genuinely forget to text. That doesn't make a of sense to me. (laughs) I've forgotten to text you. I've forgotten to text Amy, who's my sister-in-law, who I love to death. Well, that's different. But I've forgotten to text guys that I am interested in. I forget (sighs) to like go back on Bumble and respond, and then the matches disappear. I forget all this stuff, because literally you guys, I can't stress enough, my memory is trash i just don't i
1: don't buy that i know that you mean it genuinely but i feel like it's not true okay anyway continue i'm I'm going off track
0: okay i would just like to point out the sentence you just said which was i know that you believe it's true but i don't buy it (laughs) whatever i think that maybe it's that like I just feel you like think I've just never genuinely liked a man in my entire life.
1: No, that's not what wow. I'm saying.
0: Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Wow. That's not what I'm saying, but maybe like but maybe like you are someone who just it takes like liking them or loving them to like in it like an extreme case. But I just feel like when you really really but feel that way totally about someone. speaking from your
0: own experience. You are speaking from when you, as Caitlin Brown, really, really like someone, you feel the need to text them back. You can't forget about their text. You... That's how you feel. But you don't know, like in my crazy mind. I'm thinking about their texts. I really like them. But then it's like, I remember, oh my God, I have to watch last week with Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. And then it's like, oh my God, I remember I have to write
1: this article. And then I have to do this. And if then, a guy know, all was of like these okay. things
0: flow into my brain.
1: If a guy though was like, I really, really, really like you, and I wanted to respond to your text, but then I remembered that I have to watch last week with John Oliver, I'd be like, oh my God, well, you clearly like John Oliver more than you like me.
0: I mean, I like John Oliver. I love more than I like a lot of men, but but this applies to every area of my life. I forget to do important shit at every turn. I forget to pay my rent. I, <laughs> I forget. I forget to do stuff. I mean, later. Don't I'm let like, me wrong. Oh shit, that was really important. This
1: isn't upsetting to me. This is hopeful to me because I'm like, okay, well maybe like sometimes they do like genuinely forget. But from my point of view, I think that when you really truly are like into someone, you don't forget. I think you're only speaking from your own experience. And the, the theory of he said that into
0: you. Right, but I just, I don't know. I think for myself, because then what you're saying to me is that I've never genuinely liked anyone before in my entire life. And you guys, it ain't true. <laughs> I have really liked people, but I
1: genuinely forget to text people I really like
0: all the damn time. I mean,
1: no, I'm not saying that like people in general, but I'm, but I'm saying like, okay, like if you like, If there's a guy, for instance... What are you
0: saying to me, though? Okay, wait, let me... Literally, if we extrapolate
1: this conversation,
0: you're saying I've never genuinely liked any of the guys I've dated. No,
1: no. Because I forgot to text
0: them one time.
1: No. What are you saying? I'm (laughs) saying that things things do, like relationships and like your feelings for people do like ebb and flow so what I'm saying is that like when you are at the height of like really 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 liking someone whereas like when you might be in an ebb of really liking someone like it's, it's the same person but if you're like in the beginning and you're like super super into someone do you feel like then you're more likely to like not forget to text them back versus like later when like maybe you're in an ebb or like you're in a weird spot with them I'm not saying it's like Because, like, it can be the same with the same person, but maybe, like, your level of feelings when they vary.
0: I think it could happen either time. Interesting. Obviously, when it ebbs, it's because you forget about it for other reasons. But I also think I can be really neurotic about stuff. This is a good point. And thinking about, like, oh, my God, what do I text him back? What do I text him back? What do I text him back? I forgot to text him back. This is
1: a good point. I was talking to someone, or maybe I was listening to something... I think I was listening to, like, a record, a podcast or something like that. was mm-hmm. talking about this, about how, like, there are some men who get so, like, conscious of... You can psych yourself out. Yeah, who are, like, who don't respond because they're, like... Or don't respond for a very really long time because, like, they need to... They feel like they need to craft, like, the perfect message.
0: This has happened to me many times before where I get a text... I read it, I absorb it. I think I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, thinking about what I'm gonna say because I don't know what to say in the moment. And then I've spent so long thinking about it, I eventually forget about it. This is really interesting. And I wish (laughs) that I had
1: more of this in me because what happens to me is that I read a text and I am like overcome with this need to respond. And so I respond immediately, and then afterward I'm like, "Fuck! I really wish I had thought about more." About <laughs> how I wanted okay, to respond. That
0: happens to me too, though. I do get an okay. This happens to me even when I don't like someone, which is a really bad habit that I needed to break. Which is, a guy will text me, I don't even like them that much, and I'm compelled to respond.
1: Okay, so what, Where is the disconnect there? Where <laughs> okay. when? When are you compelled versus when do you forget? I think
0: it's if I'm doing something else, I forget. So, like, if I'm at work and a guy texts me that I really like, I see the text. But it's like there's so much else inside my brain. It's like I'm at work. I've got all this other stimuli happening, work stimuli, and then I'm in an an office with people and people are talking to me and things are happening. And it's just like I have to choose what to focus on and sometimes I forget to focus on the text. But if I'm, like, at home drinking wine and watching a rom-com, there's nothing to focus on, you know, because, like, the rom-com and the wine don't take that much
1: mental energy. Right.
0: So it's, like, there's nothing to focus on except for the text. And then it's, like, I have to respond to this text right away.
1: Well, I am shook. I am (laughs) shook by this because... This is just No no, I'm a really
0: complicated person. I am shook. I forgot that we were talking about the bell curve. Yeah, I
1: fucked up the bell curve. Can we go back to the bell curve? Okay. Because I
0: think this is a really important point that me and Caitlin have talked about extensively before. Yeah. Which is that you can start off a relationship at a very skeptical place and the other party in the relationship is doing a lot of work. And then you're slowly coming around, slowly coming around, and you meet at the top of the bell curve at the same amount of, you know, involvement, attentiveness, interest. Right. And then I continue, like I get more and more interested further on in the bell curve, but the man or, you know, the partner loses interest. Right. Because all of a sudden you are available to them in a way that you weren't before. Yes. Like now... The, like, rooting around for how you really feel is gone. There's no more challenge. Yes. They're losing interest. But for me, it's not about challenge. It's about opening myself up. And so, it's like I feel comfortable enough to open myself up and then... (laughs) Boom! They're out of there. They're Yeah.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. This happens so frequently. It's a frequently. Smoke like a cartoon. Yeah, this happens so frequently. And yeah, so. And you're in this. We're talking. Yeah, it's like you were there together in this really blissful millisecond yeah, where you're you on have the same plane. A
0: moment in time. And
1: it's so beautiful, and then it's over. It's
0: great. Yeah. And then it's gone so fast. So fast. But yeah. Anyways. I forgot how we even got onto the conversation. <laughs> well, the bell curve. The bell curve of, you know, men's versus, I don't even know. Is it like a bell curve and then an opposing bell curve? I didn't do very well in geometry. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it's not a bell curve, apologies.
1: Well, I just think it's interesting because I've always taken he's just not in- that into you, like the whole like concept and theory, like very much to heart. And now I'm kind of thinking like, oh, maybe there are exceptions. I
0: do agree, though.
1: OK, here's my agreement
0: with you on the whole he's just not that into you or she's just not that into you or it's just not that into yeah. you Yeah, is um like I will forget about it. But eventually I remember. And it's not like eventually I remember in six months or two weeks. It's like I remember three hours after it. Yeah. So it's like it's not like in the movie. He's just got that into you. Gigi is waiting days for this guy to respond. She's showing up where he works when or like where she thinks he might be. Yeah. She's like doing all of this stuff. It's a huge amount of time.
1: I think so the for you it's not time, it's not like days for you.
0: No, it's never days. Okay. It's literally just like I you
1: know cuz you get the cuz I get the hours thing cuz yeah. especially with some things you do need time to like be like okay I need to craft this. How do I want to respond? Yes. I get that too. And
0: I don't know, I think the longest I've forgotten when I really am into the person is maybe like a day mm-hmm. at the most. And then I'm freaked out and I'm like oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But I don't, th- it wouldn't be, I don't think it would ever be more than a day.
1: It's not like something where, like, you literally don't hear from them, you've forgotten, and then, like, they're having to follow up with you again.
0: I mean, they might follow up with me
1: but in but, the hours. Right, right, right. But it's
0: not like they're following up with me a week later. Yeah. Like, hello, where are you? Yeah, if it's yeah, yeah. that, it is just I'm not that into them. Yeah,
1: that makes total sense. Like, okay. That,
0: that has happened to me on Bumble before, where... Like, I have matched with a guy, you talk for a couple of hours after you match, and then I completely forget about it for, like, two weeks, and then he messages you, like, hey!
1: I think that that's so easy to do on Bumble. Like, I do that all the time, because it's like, there's not... I don't have enough invested in these people. Mm -hmm. I don't know them enough, like, because I'm not that into them. Like, I don't know you. Like, I don't... There's not enough for me to be into, so, like, it's easy to forget about you. It
0: starts at a place of, I'm, like, medium into you at best. Yeah,
1: it's like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm like, oh, which, like, I'm trying to remember, half the time I'm like, I swiped you.
0: <laughs> the stakes are so low.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was telling Caitlin, like, about times early on in my Bumble experience where I kinda remembered the guy's name. I was like, I don't, who are you? I yeah. Was like, when I would meet up with them for dates because they were that sort of, like, ephemeral and Almost meaningless. This sounds really bad, but like but meaningless true. in my brain. Like honesty moment. They were just that meaningless that I couldn't remember their name because I was talking to three people and they all meant so little to me. That I
1: can't. They weren't separated by actual names. I can't hold three Bumble conversations at a time. I can do literally one at a time because I find them exhausting. They are also, really exhausting. Do you remember that, that time that um that I like I'd had a, a few glasses of wine and <laughs> I was
0: so, which time was that. <laughs>
1: I was swiping with abandon, and that's the you guys drunk bumbling is the best. But it's also so dangerous. I swiped on this guy that like I matched with the next day, and I was like, "Wait, what? Who swiped on this person?" The next day, you're like, "Okay, but pause." Not only did I swipe on him, but I. Felt compelled after I matched with him to send him a message, being like, "Oh, <laughs> hey there!" Like I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was definitely like was way an, more. It, it was, was not my. It was not my typical like opening. It wasn't a hey. It was like hey handsome. Yeah, it was <laughs> like it was like something calling out like how good looking he was.
0: <laughs> and you guys, I, she sent me the photo later,
1: and I was like, and I, and I, "It oh! was a head scratcher." Yeah, <laughs> it was it a was, head scratcher for sure. It was a real head scratcher. I was like. What was I envisioning? And also he never responded. <laughs> what
0: Bumble has taught me, which I think is sad and also really beautiful and kind of amazing, is that it's okay if someone never responds. Oh my God,
1: for sure. There
0: have been so many men. There was a guy that...
1: I he, remember this guy. Oh my God, I remember this guy. You Go guys, on. You guys, Kelly was This is torn my up by this. this. I
0: was... Devastated. <laughs>
1: but why? You had you had nothing invested in this. Nothing guy. to go on.
0: Literally knew nothing about this. He man. didn't even.
1: Okay, wait. This guy did not bio. have a bio. Didn't have a this bio. guy didn't have a bio. Which I'm like, how did you even
0: have any? But he had lots of good pictures, and one was in Australia, in front of the Sydney Opera House, and I wanted. And.
1: <laughs> and?
0: I wanted to go to Australia for forever. You know what?
1: He's <laughs> <I> <laughs> he is like not that. like the like. Go, meet this guy, and you get to go to Australia. You don't, then you never get to go. That's not like, the case.
0: But also, he went to U of M, and I went to U of M, so it felt like we had a lot of points of connection.
1: Oh my God,
0: that I just felt very invested in. Okay. And you guys, we matched. This is the most heartbreaking thing that could happen on Bundle. She- a
1: bundle.
0: I <laughs> got so passionate. I forgot the name of the service. <laughs> this is the most heartbreaking thing that can happen on Bumble. I swear to God, it's when you match with someone. You send them a message and they let the 24 hours run out and the match disappears. They've never responded to you. It's like, what the fuck, sir? We matched. It was supposed to be safe for me to message you and be insured of a message in response.
1: But don't you feel like that happens to guys all the time where they match with girls and the 24 hours runs out and we never respond? I do that all the time. Again, I'm not I'm not a hypocrite. I message so few. I forget all the time. I mean, I literally am just like, oh, cool, we matched. <laughs> like, that just happened to me yesterday. I matched with this guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's really cute. Did I do anything about it? No. That's the thing about Bumble. <laughs> like, it's the
0: instant gratification of the match. That's what it kind is. kind of all you need in the moment.
1: Sometimes I do it literally. Actually, sometimes. I mostly do it. Because I, guys, have learned about this about myself. Like, I am better in a spontaneous situation, like I'm better at randomly striking up conversation with people. You are so good at spontaneous conversation. Much better than I am in a contrived situation. Like I can't handle the prep. Remember when I was going on a bumble date and I thought I was going to throw up on my shoes? Yeah, it was like in, it was intense. It was guys. intense, guys. I can't handle the nurse <laughs> beforehand. Whereas, like if I'm like in, like I don't have a problem striking up conversation with someone like in like a pizza shop or like a bar like that's totally fine with me but I cannot handle the like I'm meeting this person at seven o'clock and I like I will just want to die I
0: really admire this about you because I find it incredibly hard to approach people cold like in life even in bars and stuff I'm like I cannot approach people and men don't approach me because I give off a real vibe of like don't fuck with me man (laughs) I was, I
1: tell colleagues all the time, like, people approach me because I'm loud. Like, that's literally what happens is that they can't ignore me because I'm fucking loud.
0: But, no, but you have, like, a real personality that comes through when you're just meeting someone, whereas my personality shines when you've known me for 10 years. And you get all of my. I have known you for
1: ten years, and but do you, I, well,
0: it's almost as if we've known each other. For 10 years.
1: <laughs> but like, but that's but that goes back to the whole mysterious thing, where yes. like you're very like close to the vest until Initially. like you decide that you're right. ready to like. So yeah. I actually think like bumble dates
0: work better for me because I do get the nerve. That makes a lot of I sense. But I need
1: like that preparation. The, I
0: need, and it's not even the preparation; it's like the understanding that this guy already is interested in me interesting okay got it a cold scenario when you are literally approaching someone in a bar you don't know it's like the anxiety of immediate rejection okay out too much this
1: is fascinating
0: got it and so i don't know why i don't have more sympathy for men who approaching me because i frequently reject them yeah they do approach me Again, I'm not saying I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> but yeah, it's the, like, immediacy of the rejection and the in-personness of the rejection. Like, this guy I fell for on Bumble. And you know what?
1: Fell for. I don't
0: remember his name, but what's his name if you're out there? <laughs> I'm still interested. Fell for. Can't
1: remember your name, but she fell for you. I
0: cannot remember his name. But if you've been to Australia and you went to the University of Michigan, I'm interested. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like... The heartbreak of this guy that I fell for on Bumble <laughs> that I never spoke to, but master, <laughs> the heartbreak of that was so, like, so dulled by the fact that, you know, we weren't in person. It wasn't like I literally approached him in a bar and he rejected me. It feels so many layers removed from that that it feels like able to, like I'm able to process, process. it. Ah. Even though it broke my heart. Got it. But if it wasn't... If I had been rejected by this man in person, I would be an amoeba. I would be that destroyed. Interesting. of fascinating to me. This has taken a turn. What movie are we talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. This makes me want to segue into um, the idea of... Because I think that part of like the whole he's just something an into you thing is like... Are there ever actually exceptions to rules? And one of the things that this movie okay. really made me think about was the relationship with I forget their names, Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck. I have no movie. idea of their names
0: in the movie. Yeah, either.
1: I can't remember. But it's
0: one of those things where if you're famous enough, you don't have a you name don't have in a, movie, a character you're name. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, exactly. In this movie,
1: especially when it's an ensemble cast, yes. because like it's not that important.
0: Um, And just to put it out there, like... It's Beth
1: and... I don't remember his name. Oh, I'm surprised you even remembered Beth. She's Beth.
0: Oh, yes. It's Beth and
1: somebody. Someone. (laughs) Beth and Ben, we'll call them. Did Um, the research on this. (laughs) But one of the things that I found really interesting in this movie was that... One of the ways that, like, he's just that into you... Is it
0: Neil? I think it might be Neil. Neil.
1: That is it. The philosophy... (laughs) Wow. The philosophy of... If he's not marrying you, he's just sending into you. Well, this relationship made me second guess that. I have a challenge to that. Because I I feel
0: twofold about the marriage situation. Yeah. I do feel like it's a crutch for some people who are not ready for a commitment to say I don't
1: believe in marriage. I don't believe in marriage. Yeah.
0: I do agree with that. But I think it's something people fall back on as an excuse. Yeah. When they're not ready to admit they're not ready for something. Yeah. But I also think that it's unfair for society to push everyone, literally everybody, into this structure that we have built of our own accord that's like, this is the path you are on. This
1: is the only option.
0: Literally the literally only and option. And if you're... It's like, this is how your taxes yeah. are done. This is how, you know, you're going to get health benefits. Yeah.
1: It's, it's so if true. You're and it literally is just like I remember like thinking that marriage was the only way to like make my relationship legitimate.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for those of you who don't know, like I'm divorced, so I've been married before, but like I remember thinking like that like that was like the only way that I could like that people would take my relationship seriously. Like until then to just have like a boyfriend, it was like no one thought that like I was like, but we're so serious. Like we do, like we have like shared yeah, finances like and we live together. Yeah, it's
0: is not enough. Yeah,
1: we have a dog, like all of these things. And it's like, but like that never felt like enough to society yes. until like we were married. I
0: mean, not to get religious or political. Yeah. But this is kind of what frustrated me when people voiced their like opinions about against um when same-sex marriage legalization was passed yeah because they were like oh marriage is is a religious thing yeah and i'm like it's really not it's not it's it's more of a societal institution yeah that we all recognize right it's kind of like your end game for your relationship yeah from every walk of life literally it's not yeah it's like it's not a religious it's not only it's it's the way you, yeah, it's the way you do your taxes. It's the way you get health care. It's the way you are recognized as being in a quote-unquote serious relationship. Yeah,
1: it's completely true. Um, so, yeah, I think that, but this made me realize this relationship in this movie, like, um, you know, there's that really great scene with, um, Neil and asshole Bradley Cooper who I can't remember his na- his character's name either. Also
0: I'm really really happy about just the stylistic choices with Bradley Cooper's general appearance in this movie. They like frost his hair in a gross way. Yeah. And they put him in bad clothes and it's just like this isn't ladies and gentlemen a douchebag.
1: <laughs> I would just like to say that like I am not generally attracted to Bradley Cooper. He doesn't do it for me. Except Oh, damn. In the movie, which I know this is bad because it got this really bad feedback. It's a problematic movie. It's a problematic movie. But he has this really amazing kiss with Emma Stone in Aloha. If you haven't seen it, please go Google it. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Don't it's watch wonderful. the
0: movie, but Google the kiss. But
1: Google the kiss because it's really like, I've watched it like 12 times. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, He has this really wonderful scene. There's this really great scene between Bradley Cooper and Ben Affleck where Bradley Cooper is talking to Ben about like marriage and... Ben Affleck's like, I don't want to be with anyone but Beth. Like, that's not why I don't want to get married. I love this I don't, like, I don't believe in marriage, but I don't want to be with anyone but Beth. And it's, it's like, it's the first time in the movie, like, like, that's, like, when you see the movie and you're, like, oh, he's telling the truth. Like, he legitimately doesn't feel... Because at the beginning, um, when you see
0: Beth and Neil, Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck together, you are assuming... Ben Affleck is coming from the place of this is a crutch to fall back on for someone who doesn't want to make a lifelong commitment to someone else. Yes. Exactly. And you're like oh my god he's so like wishy-washy he won't marry her. But then on the boat scene is when you find when you realize as an audience member when he says yeah I don't want to be with anyone but Beth that that's not what it's about. Yes. It's so genuine. Yes. It's like coming from a place of
1: and he has no one to Reality. Imp- Yeah, he has no one to impress in that moment. Like he doesn't have yeah, to like household
0: fucking Bradley Cooper is cheating on his wife at this point.
1: Yeah. He doesn't care yeah. whether Ben Affleck's like, "Yeah, I would
0: love to be with a bunch of other women."
1: Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Like he's literally saying this and like it, yeah, it's bro time. Like he could say if he wanted to like not get married because he like wasn't yeah. sure about Beth, he could say it, but it's, that's not what this is. Yeah,
0: it's the way he says it too. Like it has never crossed his mind to be with anyone else,
1: and I love then later it's so pure. when her dad has a heart attack. Yes, and he shows up, and all of the other asshole husbands. This is, I think, so says so much about marriage and relationships in general that like marriage I think marriage is a beautiful thing but just getting married is not enough to make your relationship legitimate or to make you like a good like husband I
0: completely agree I feel like sometimes marriage is treated like a switch yeah that once you get married you're turned on and Uh -uh. you're suddenly like these different people that are now husband and wife and your interactions are completely different from yes. what they would have been yes. when you were dating. Yes. And it's just simply not true.
1: No. Um, and so this is a be- really beautiful scene because Beth comes downstairs and she sees Neil... Doing the dishes. He's um her so her dad has just had a heart attack.
0: Yeah, and the other husbands are literally just watching football. They're and drinking are like, beer. Beth, can you get me another yeah. beer. Yeah,
1: Beth, can you do this? Like doing nothing helpful. Neil's in the kitchen doing dishes. Says that he went to the grocery store. He says I got some of the stuff that your dad likes, but I also got healthy stuff. I love that scene more than anything, because he also, Kelly and I were saying, he doesn't, like, parade around no. the fact that he's done this amazing thing. He's, he's not, he doesn't show up with these, like, with, like, hello, I've arrived to do this, like, I'm such a yes. saint, like, look at me. Like, he is Crazy. quietly doing yeah. the dishes. He doesn't even know if Beth is there at this Literally, point. Literally,
0: she could never have yeah. stumbled upon She it. could
1: never have known that he showed up. Like, he did not do this for the praise. He did this to legitimately help her. And it's a beautiful thing because I, it, I completely think, like, as much as I do, I do, like, hope, you know, and I believe in marriage and all of that stuff. But I think that, like, it absolutely does not, like, make or break. Whether you get married or not does not make or break, like, the kind of relationship that you have.
0: I completely agree. There's a great... Adjacent scene to this one. So at the end of the scene where he's doing the dishes for her, she has tears in her eyes and they hug. And it's worthwhile to note that they're broken up at this point. So he did this, you know, not expecting anything from her. They're not in a relationship anymore. No. He just cares about her. Yeah. And then there's a great scene a couple of minutes after this in the movie where she meets him on his boat and says, thank you for doing that. And he says, I'm still the same person. I
1: love that scene. He's yeah. like, Beth, I would do anything for you. Yeah. Like, And it's beautiful because it's like, I would do anything for you as a person. Yeah. I am it's, here for you. I don't Whether, have to be your husband to support you. Like, I think it's beautiful because it's like at this point, he has no obligation to her. Mm-hmm. Like, he he has... They n- are still broken yeah, up. Yeah. Like, he technically owes her nothing. And, and she that,
0: broke up with him. Yeah.
1: And I think that what is so beautiful about this is someone showing up for someone out of zero obligation except to say, I don't want you to be in this alone.
0: Okay. So <laughs> let's get to like
1: the actual kiss, kiss here <laughs> in yeah. this movie. Let's get to the kiss here. Let's okay. get to the good stuff. So this
0: is one of your favorite kisses.
1: This is one of my favorite kisses. Before Kelly and I even started this podcast, we were talking about... Um, our favorite on-screen kisses, and this was one of the ones that I brought You know,
0: as you do. Yeah, as you you do. We're just pulling them all up on YouTube
1: to watch them. (laughs) As you do. (laughs) Like you do. Um, And, yeah, this is one of my all-time favorites. Um, There are, like, a few factors here that, for me, make it a favorite, (laughs) which I can go into. Yes, please. Okay. (laughs) Go on. So there's first the whole... Um, it's like, also, it's, it's the way that he sets the scene with all of this. The way that, um, Alex shows up at her door. Right. I'm a huge sucker for the whole, like, showing up chase Kind of yes. situation. It's also
0: a perfect situation for Gigi because she's just coming back from a date. Right. So it's not one of the situations where someone shows up at your door and you're like, Oh my God, I'm wearing a face mask, right? thick cream, and I'm in my pajamas, yes. and I haven't washed my hair for eight days. Yes, exactly.
1: So it's like a great situation for her. <laughs> where as well. she, yeah, I, oh my gosh, yeah, because that's exactly how it would happen in real yes. life. Um, so the fact that he's just caught her at, like at this like at a
0: perfect time. She's yeah. Literally dressed for a date.
1: Yeah. Which is and she's just come off of a date, which which, like, makes her even more desirable because it's like, oh, shit. Right. She's like, I don't need you. Yeah.
0: Um, just, just got done talking to this wonderful man. This
1: man that, that
0: Alex set her up with. Yeah.
1: So, so his Um, So, I love.
0: <laughs> booyah.
1: <laughs> I love. Um, 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 I love that, like, she's in that situation. And then I just, I also just think that Alex is so sweet and vulnerable this whole scene. Like. Yeah. You just—it's the first time that you see him sweat, really, yes. through well, the whole movie. It's
0: interesting because she's coming, like the whole movie, she's coming from a very weak place. Yes, of what you're kind of cringing at. Yes, like with the party, right? And just her whole general demeanor. You're like, yeah. Gigi, like, get it together, yeah. girl. Pull it together. Now she's in a position of power. Mm-hmm. And so their, their dynamic is completely
1: reversed. Yeah. It, it feels wonderful. It feels damn good to watch. <laughs> um, and so I really just love, okay. The other element of this that I love, um, is that it's a surprise kiss. Yes. Um, it's when she's doing that thing where she's, you know, going off and she's talking about like why he, like why they are, they won't work and all of these things. Yeah. And he, you just see him like, to say, okay, I just have to go for yeah, it. And he and just does so it. So and it's, oh, that never happens I, I was going to say,
0: can we, like, take a poll? Yes. I would love to know how
1: often this has happened in real life, it's never happened no, to me. It's never happened to me either. And I also think that if it did happen, I feel like in real life, this could go really awry. Yes. Like it's missing me. the mouth. Yes. Like, or like biting. Yeah. Like weird. Yeah. Your t- teeth clashing, <laughs> like
0: clanging. Like, yeah. It could end up being really non-sexy. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, you know, not set up by a director.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> With multiple takes to get it. Right.
1: If you don't actually know that it's coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love, I love this and there's and I also just really love when they have like the little break apart and he tells her that she is his exception yes and then they reunite and it's just it's there's a lot of <laughs> I also just I find Justin Long so sexy um not and so I just you know I'm really into this he's whole a real like interesting sexy y- in this yeah movie. well yeah Especially. that's right I always say that I'm like he's it's bizarre because I don't find him handsome, really, but right. I just find him really sexy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm he's into got it. charisma. Yeah, he, he's got charisma for days. Yeah. Yeah. Dri- it's dripping out Dripping. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that was tough. Another, I take that back. Another one of those where you just don't hear it <laughs> until you hear it. Yeah, I feel like that was not great.
0: Anyways, I like this kiss, too. I think it's really good in a movie that shockingly doesn't have that many kisses. Yeah. Which is weird.
1: Yeah, it's, I know, because I, it's like this ensemble cast, you would expect there to be like a lot of opportunities. I had s-
0: like my notebook, yeah. my pen ready. Yeah. I was ready to take notes on all of the kisses, made it like
1: 85% of the way
0: through the movie, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody's kissed yet. Yeah,
1: they. it's really more about like the chase and the relationship dynamics, I think, yeah. than the actual kisses. Except for
0: like Bradley Cooper and ScarJo, which <laughs> I don't even want it's, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, which,
1: you know, they're not worth us discussing. Not sexy. Also no.
0: Bradley Cooper, not sexy. <laughs>
1: Except in the movie Aloha. It's an incredibly problematic movie. Yeah, problematic. Okay, yeah. I don't recommend the movie as a whole, but there's one scene where he makes out with Emma Stone, and it's like one of the hottest kisses I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not kidding.
0: This is so funny because one of my good friends, Laura, also had this reaction to the movie Aloha where she was like, I watched Aloha. I have no idea what I was looking at. Yeah. Great chemistry. Yeah.
1: There was, honestly, there was just this one scene where they kissed for the first time, and I mean, it w- I, 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 <laughs> it's rendered her speechless. Yeah. You are speechless. <laughs> I, I have watched
0: it uh, multiple like, times. Uh, I,
1: can't, I can't get it out, guys. It's, it's a surprise kiss. So amazing. Another surprise. And Excellent. it's also just oh, man. Okay, well, that, we're not here to talk about Aloha, but just so you all know, go take a gander at it. <laughs>
0: just go take a gander at that, guy. Take a gander. Anyway, so should you rate this movie?
1: Yeah, let's rate it.
0: Okay, you go first. Okay. <laughs> what to
1: hear your rating first. This kiss for me is, oh, I'm going to go four and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's four and high. a half lips. Yeah. The only, and the only thing that keeps me from giving it a five is there's kind of, um, this because I don't know that I took, I don't feel like Alex and Gigi's chemistry um, romantically is like totally off the charts.
0: Yes, I 100% agree. They are
1: like, Um, But, like, all the ingredients of the kiss are there, and I love Alex so much, um, and I love Gigi as a person, but, like, um, you know, I'm I'm very attracted to Justin Long, but I don't feel like (laughs) their chemistry as a couple. Justin,
0: it's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make that clear. Um, Um, Justin, is Justin Long married? No. mm mm Probably not. I feel bad that I said no. So like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitively, he, he was with Drew Barrymore for a long time.
0: Oh, after that movie they did together. The
1: Coincident? No, before that. Before? Coincidentally, everyone says I look Drew Barrymore, like Drew Barrymore. So just people say that I'm probably his type. Yeah, I'm fascinated oh my God. by that. Oh, I get it. All the time. Have really? I never told you that? No. But sometimes people will tell me, they're like, it's not even just that you look like her, it's that you act like her, or they'll say that I sound like her, which I do get. I think I do sound like her. Wait, in what movie are we talking about? I feel like she's so different in every movie she does. I can't like They've never specified. Her. They've never specified. I don't take it as a compliment, if I'm being honest with you.
0: Really? No. I mean... I think she is like really cute in a lot of movies. That she oh, does. I mean, I
1: think that she's an. I love Drew Barrymore, but like, if someone's gonna be like, "You look like the celebrity," she's not necessarily the one that I'd be like. Although last night at the bar, someone told me I looked like a young Brooke Shields. Oh, <gasps> shut up!
0: You do look like Brooke Shields because I don't you think took so. this one picture, one of those like tinotype hipster as fuck photos. Oh, you were you the one who said that? No, Elena. Okay. uh... Another party yeah. said that you looked like a 90s-era supermodel.
1: Was Is that Brooke Shields? Yeah.
0: Okay, all right.
1: It? What do you mean, is that Brooke Shields? <laughs> but did she Yet. specify
0: Brooke Shields? No, but a 90s-era supermodel. I mean, That's who did you think is. it was? Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, 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 It's Brooke Shields. That's fair. Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> <and> we digress. <laughs> I would just like to say that I think you're vastly complimented in Drew Barrymore or Brooke Shields because no one ever tells me I look like any celebrity. I find you look like pick the celebrity look like situations very challenging and I hate them. I know
1: <laughs> don't get Kelly started on this topic. She really hates it. You
0: know, like when was that? Early in the like late two thousands, maybe like two thousand nine, when everyone was posting like their celebrity doppelganger to their like, yes. Facebook profile and I was like, why are people doing this like Please don't really to do this. You know what? You don't have to do it. Just don't. You goofball. Okay, well, then there was another situation where we were at a party and we were going around the table casting all of the actors for a movie. And so other people had to pick which actor I was going to be, and I was disappointed in every single one. I felt like I see a huge slap in the face
1: every time. Oh, I, I. But you were getting amazing ones. You were just being incredibly picky. Well, that's just my personality. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, moving on. Anyway, we're getting to the point anyways, here.
0: Okay, so I am going to rate this. I agree with you, but I don't have your like insane lust right. for just as <laughs> long. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So I'm rating the kiss a 3.75 okay. out of five lips because I totally agree with what you just said, which was like all of the parts are there. Yeah. Like all of the elements that would make this a great kiss are there, but I'm just not here for Justin and Jennifer Goodwin's
1: romantic chemistry. chemistry.
0: I think they work so well bantering. Yeah. This is that phenomenon that we talk about all the time. This is not
1: like a super extreme case because I'm going to tell you, but if I'm being honest, I think that that's due to Justin. I think that he really picks up the slack here. he just carries so much well, sexiness I'm I'm that it's, so like... I'm <laughs> it. is defending Justin. He's carrying so much sexiness around with him that it just, like, exudes whether there's chemistry there or not.
0: It's so fascinating because there is a couple in Mona Lisa Smile. It's Jennifer Goodwin and an actor that looks shockingly similar to Justin Long, guys. <laughs> shockingly similar. <laughs> so it's basically Justin Long and Jennifer Goodwin again. I mean... Like squaws to whatever actor that is. Like he's great, you're fantastic. So. <laughs> but I think it's really funny because I enjoyed their kisses, and I have so much more invested in their relationship in that movie. Right. And so it just goes to show, like, that it's not about like how they look at all. It's really about their chemistry together and how right, they're like yeah. playing off of each other. I
1: totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree with that.
0: I just think they make like way better friends.
1: Yeah. I, I know, like, it. I kind of pictured them later, and I'm sorry. Oh, but they have that really cute scene, though, where they're, like, playing at the end of the movie. You see them, like, at game night. Yes, that is cute. Which I think cute. is really I sweet. I believe the
0: chemistry in that scene more than I do throughout the entire movie. Interesting, interesting. But, um, but yeah, you're right that it's not a complete situation where, it's like...
1: Not- I'm not cringing away from looking no, at no, I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like awkward and uncomfortable no. like you do in some kisses that like yes. that is in this case. But it's just that you're just kind of not like you don't believe like it's not one of those situations where you're like oh those actors are boning off screen,
0: <laughs> which is what you always want which is you to know, what happening. you strive for. That's the goal. That's, That's the really goal. True. So okay, well I think we've done it, guys. We really took a couple of strong digressions. <laughs> We talked about Bumble for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we did it. We finally got to the kiss. And you know what? How representative of this movie that we waited eighty five percent of the way into the podcast to get to the to kiss. To get to it, because that's exactly what happened. To the so movie. we
1: we planned that.
0: Um, that was intentional. That was everywhere. yeah,
1: this was this was intentionally planned. So, you know, you're welcome <laughs> for this impeccable.
0: So let's move on to who we want to kiss this week. Oh, okay. Very um, exciting.
1: I arrived to Baltimore earlier this week and I had to catch. <gasps> That's right, we're in
0: Baltimore. We're in
1: Baltimore. Um, field trip. Field trip. Um, so, and uh, I, when I got to the airport, I took the light rail from the airport to into the city. Um, and I'm not bougie when it comes to public transportation, but I really hate taking the Baltimore light rail. It's like just not one of my favorite things. So I was dreading it to begin with. And is then this, I. Is the Baltimore one. Above ground or below ground? It's above ground. Okay. And it's really like, it goes like from the county to the, into the city. Um, Anyway, it's just not great. Mm. Um, And when I was getting on it, I was like taking, my the machine wasn't working when I was putting my money in, so I was like all flustered. The train was about to leave, and I was like, oh my God, my money's not, for some reason it never reads my card. I don't know why. It happens to me every single time, so I always have to try to scrounge up some cash, and So I'm hurrying, and I'm running, and I've got my bags. And this very wonderful, sweet gentleman is standing there. He saw the whole thing go down as I'm trying to get my thing, and he's holding the door so that the doors don't close so I can still get on the train. And I was just like, you know what? You have just really made my day with this very kind simple action really like it just was so nice because literally if, if he hadn't have done that the train would have left and I would have had to wait literally another hour so I was just like I want to kiss that's you that's amazing you know, yeah. when
0: like strangers come Do through things for like you that. like that you're like I want to you know marry you and yes. just be incredibly a part of your life yes. <laughs> <laughs> please let me <laughs> let me <laughs> And, yeah. So you know, that's why I want to kiss this week. It was that guy? This was remind. This is reminding me. This is another digression and come kind of off topic. But you know what? I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so just do it. This is reminding me of a little like uh, illustration I saw where she was. The illustrator was saying things that make me fall in love with you, or th- reasons why I might have a crush on you. Oh. And it was stuff like that. It's like you helped me out when I was fumbling, or, like, on one of them was, like, you look at your phone, you've looked at your phone and smiled. <gasps> and I totally agree. Oh, I have my God, that's melting my heart. Like, have you ever seen a guy or a lady like um out about in the world and they look down at their phone and smile and then like tap out something you can tell they're smiling you know, at, like a message. It's uh, the sweetest
1: thing I've ever seen. Oh my god, that really like is so heartwarming to think about. I don't know that I've ever I can't think of like a specific time that I've seen it on a guy, but I know that like people tell me all the time, they're like, Hey, let I can tell that you're texting someone because Do like you not notice. Like for yourself. I know, I notice for myself all the time. You
0: notice that you're doing it? Yeah. I never notice when I'm doing it. People are always like, I'll just be texting people and be like, No, oh, who are you texting? And no, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I'm just like putting a message on Twitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Are you smiling because you're amazed by your own humor? Yes, I'm Is that what's happening? <laughs> you're laughing at, at yourself. how incredibly funny
0: <laughs> I am. And people are always like, Ooh, like, who's that? And I'm like, Oh, it's just me. <laughs> it's my I'm self. writing a note to myself. <laughs>
1: that is incredibly uh, typical
0: thank you so much i going to take that it's just a beautiful comment and <laughs> just breeze right past
1: it. okay wait we don't know who you want to kiss this week so yes. let's go back to that okay
0: mine is for a couple of different reasons so i know that it's not even halloween yet but i've been listening to christmas music you know shame me if you want but no. I love Christmas music and so I've been listening to it already because why not right and uh, we've been listening to it in the office too and I just discovered this amazing Christmas album you guys it's by Leslie Odom Jr. who you might <gasps> love. know love yes. oh my gosh you might know him as Aaron Burr from Hamilton his like voice is like butter cast. my
1: god it's he like is butter yeah incredible
0: also you might recognize him as Quentin from uh one episode of Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh. If you're that deep into the Gilmore Girls trenches as I am, (laughs) you'll know who that is. (laughs) Anyways, I am just keeping this up to mention Gilmore Girls on every podcast. (laughs) But anyways, so... Also, I just started reading On the Flight to Baltimore, Murder on the Orient Express by Agatha Christie, because that movie's coming out. Right. Um, and guys, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, never reads the book until suddenly the movie is coming out. And they're like, well, oh, I've got to read the book. But I was one of those people. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't have read it otherwise. <laughs> well, whatever. So then I was reading the book and I was getting interested in like, who was going to play the character. So I looked on IMDb and Leslie Odom Jr. is going to be in the movie. No,
1: he's not. Yes, he is wow yeah oh my god that makes me really excited I'm
0: really excited because I feel like his career is kind of like it's gonna explode and I'm so excited he for, for him. sure
1: is oh yeah oh my god I love him so much his I know. literally he could if he, he could ask me to do literally anything if he sang it to me if he even asked me I would do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he could just ask me in a regular voice. <laughs> but anyways I would like to make out with him and I know he has a wife because He's mentioned it on those fossil launch commercials that he does. No but disrespect. it's like so it's not a, It's not about that. It's more about just like I genuinely love him as a person. Yeah, <laughs> and I think
1: he's really beautiful. An incredible human
0: inside and out.
1: Oh so, well, yeah. I support that. Thank I you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for
0: you. And you guys, this was not an ad for the movie Murder on the Orient <laughs> but everyone should go see that. Anyways. So, I think we did it.
1: We've done it. We've wrapped it up.
0: Also, I want to say that I would really like to hear listeners who they want to kiss this week. Oh, my God. I would love to hear that. So, if you guys have one, tweet it at us. Instagram it at us. Is that a thing? What Gram do Gram it to us? to
1: us. What do you think is going to happen when we're actually like, when I say when, if we ever actually are like, you know, really dating someone? What do you mean? Oh. Is it gonna <laughs> change our who Do win and kiss this oh. week? it won't change it for me. <laughs> Would it change it for you? <laughs> you're <laughs> like please no. i was still always gonna want to kiss out of junior.
0: i constantly want to make out with people all the
1: time i know it's that's true. not gonna change that's just my personality that's just how it goes i know yeah i mean clearly because look at what we were doing
0: i know and you know any guy that's gonna sign on to all of this he's <laughs> gonna
1: have to know gonna, yeah gonna no, we're to gonna take... now have to make them listen to the podcast before they ever date us so no i think we've got to go the opposite direction <laughs> It's just oh, like, make them fall in love with us yes. and then and then be like this here's this deep dark secret that I know.
0: <laughs> it's just like I can't have them knowing that I made out with a hanger that. It's yes. like a bad situation. <laughs> um, That's true. That no, have true. you heard this thing that people say all the time where it's like you can't let someone know how weird you are until like they've already in too deep to get out? Yeah, yeah. that's I can 100% ascribe to that. <laughs> that's completely there's true. There's a lot of weird happening
1: <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> yeah, and, it's true. You can give people a lot of grace like once you've already like invested in them. But oh, yeah. up front, it's like, oh, okay. No, I got to exit stage left here.
0: You can't hit people up front like in a
1: bar with...
0: Oh, by the way, I have a podcast about making out with Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. When you say it like that, it just is creepy. It's yeah. It's creepy. It's a
0: little bit much. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, Well, that's it. That's
1: (laughs) all for us today. That's
0: it. And it's done. (laughs) Guys, the episode's
1: over. (laughs) See you next week.
0: um, Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Yes,
1: please do if you haven't. We we know that this is something that, like, it's easy to forget. But if you can, if you feel moved to do so, we would just be so, so grateful.
0: Also, like, I know we want you to rate and review us, but also just... Rate and review stuff that you like. Yeah, like this doing this has really motivated me to actually start making timing sure in about yes. things that I like because I listen to podcasts for forever. I love yeah. them so much. I've never rated and reviewed one until this week when I rated and reviewed all of the ones that I love. Because <laughs> you were like, "Oh my god, how have I been
1: keeping this know. up all these years?" Seriously, yeah.
0: So it's just like. Invest in the things that you like. Yeah,
1: I I like that. Yeah. Kelly and I've been talking about that a lot and how like it's just really nice. We just want to be more cognizant of how we can help and yeah. you know especially with things that we really believe in so yeah hopefully that inspired you to you know just <laughs> click and on you over know,
0: we're sure that all of you really believe in this yeah
1: <laughs> in what we're doing here <laughs> you, know, you really this mission resonates with a lot of people okay it's really important stuff.
0: important <laughs> stuff and then also you know we've got a twitter we've got an instagram yeah uh, we've got a website yeah it's just like so just you, know, you can find us you find yeah
1: we yeah. get there. Okay, <laughs>